BBC D-Bags is a proud member of the new Phony Podcast Network. Theorizing that one could travel within space and time, the D-Bags stepped into the giant VHS tape and vanished. They woke to find themselves trapped in different podcasts, facing themes, topics, images that were not their own. Their only guide on this journey is Dr. Guess Who, who appears in the form of, well, who knows that day. And so, the D-Bags find themselves leaping from podcast to podcast, striving to put right the alphabet, and hoping each podcast will be the podcast home. quickly yeah yeah i was gonna say i landed on this nice soft pile of pillows that was kind of nice yeah it nice was and relaxed yeah yeah like uh you know like something like a, a pillow or uh you know the quilted northern toilet paper that earth has that we yes. don't up here all, all right. right uh we're just using these ziggy cartoons so we keep using Ziggy cartoons. Yes. They're, they're, they're multi-purpose. Used At now. the beginning, we had, we had a leftover smidgen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had to, we used up all our smidgens. Now we got to <laughs> resort to the Ziggy cartoons. <laughs> so let's read the, uh, the Ziggy cartoon. It says uh, that you will be leaping into a call-in show uh, that a uh, anonymous caller will call in, and you will just chat for thirty minutes. It's called. Lovely ambiguous. <laughs> so, so we got to take a back seat on this one, huh? We we're gonna well, just turn we inter- interview them, I guess. You know, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, we'll, but for the most part, we're gonna give the keys to the car to this complete stranger and and let them talk to us for for thirty minutes, huh? Uh, that's what it looks like. <laughs> oh boy. Hello, all my one armed actors out there. It's lovely ambiguous. One phone call, one half hour, no names, no holds. I never thought the day would come We'd have to face what we had done In a world that we love Earth and sky above Our color last week really hit home with a lot of you A a lovely woman talked about a close relative that impacted her in many special ways It was a beautiful call it is beautiful to hear from you and from her. This week, it looks like the caller is a little light-hearted. A lot of people say, hey, Brad and Tony, when are you going to have a, like, a light call? Usually you have dark calls. Well, here's, uh, here's one. Uh, this gentleman called up and he wanted to talk to us. 
and well, I think you're gonna like this, folks. You're gonna like this caller. He had a very positive attitude, and uh, it spread throughout the the whole conversation, and uh, it really brightened Tony and I's day. So, uh, caller, thanks for calling up, and thanks for sharing your positive attitude for us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for calling Lovely Ambiguous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on with the hosts. Hi, caller. Hello. You're on uh, Lovely Ambiguous. I, I am uh, Brad. And I am Hi, Tony. Hey, Tony. How are you? Just fine. How are, how are you doing, caller? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Yeah. Good. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, too, myself. Uh, you know, Perfect. just kind of. Well, I'm kind of a little tired with the with the, the time switch and everything. I don't know if that screws you up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, awesome. Um, well, thanks for calling in today. Um, like we've kind of given you a quick rundown, but um, yeah, this uh, this is your time here. We're gonna uh, we're gonna set the clock here at uh, thirty minutes. We're gonna let you you talk about whatever it is you want to talk about, whatever you want to say, whatever you feel, you know, it's, it's all up to you. It's up sure. to you. Yeah. What do you want to talk about today? Terrific. Terrific. So I am a personal trainer and an actor. Um, and I, I guess one of the things I wanted to talk about is just the, the awkwardness of being an actor. Uh, some of the adventures that I've had in um, in in doing different different <laughs> things, I sure. have been injured numerous times as an actor. There was um, one time I was doing a production of Death of a Salesman, and okay. if anyone's familiar, the set is usually designed like uh, there's a, a house, and it's kind of cut away so you can see the kitchen. And the two boys, I was playing Biff. The oh, you were playing son. Biff. Yes. Oh, uh -huh. And as they were building the set, there is a stairwell or stairway that comes up from the kitchen up into Biff and Happy's bedroom. But sure. when they built mm -hmm. the set, they had built the stairs separately. So the stairs <laughs> were actually two feet shorter than the actual platform. So oh, no. <laughs> the designer was said, you know what I'll do? I'm going to build two separate steps so it's flush, which was great. But he decided not to nail those steps down. So as I go charging <laughs> no. up the stairs, I just keep charging off the back oh, of the no. set. And then I, I can just see, like, is this where it ends? Because it's death of a salesman, not death of a salesman's <laughs> son. <laughs> and it goes so the stupid step not only do i go off it it falls and it lands perfectly upright and as i fall i slam my right shin into the edge of the stair yeah so luckily nothing was broken but it did look like i was like um like a um like a uh 
embryo had been transported. Like my, my shin looked pregnant, like at any point, <laughs> you know, like some kind of insect or something, or like a baby dolphin would come out like, oh, look at your shin. Your so like, come out. So yeah. can I ask a question? Like, did you, did this just happen to you like recently? Or? No, no. Luckily this was several, several years ago. This okay. Probably almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, 20 years ago, but you're still yes, acting yeah. right now. I, I'm like still, still acting. Are... It hasn't killed me yet, but it is, it is, it is trying. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. You said you were a personal trainer too, and an actor. That's Have you ever done a role where you're an actor playing a personal trainer? Ah, uh, I think there was, mm, I, think, <laughs> I don't, I don't think. I, there's been certain like improv classes or something like that, or, you right. know, like, you're, you're, you know, where that, that comes up. I don't think I've actually ever played a personal trainer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I've actually had the, the opportunity yet. So if, you know. So if I wanted to write a script about a personal I trainer. I was about to say, would... yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm all for typecasting guys. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, we could, we could work yeah. on that. Yeah. Right. What have, you been what have you been doing longer, acting or personal training? Uh, acting, acting. Um, that that started in high school, and I have not been able to shake it. I have tried numerous times to walk away from it. Just like you know what, I don't think I need to do it anymore. I think I'm I'm, I'm secure with who I am. Yeah. And it's like, and then I'll go see a play, and the whole time I'm sitting in a theater, like God damn it, that should be me. <laughs> that should be me. Oh, what kind of line reading is that? No, I'm teasing, but um, but yeah, it's it's really hard to watch something either on TV or um on on stage, especially if you're really connecting with it. Or sometimes the worst thing is when you're seeing something and it's terrible, and you're listening to the words, mm -hmm. and it's like the yes. playwright is giving you some pretty cool stuff here, and you're just taking oh, yeah. a hot dump all over it. It's like, come on, guy. I I, I agree <laughs> with you. I, I... I watched I watched the Reader's Theater that Tony was in, and it was the same thing. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I because I was it. in that same thing. You, you were in that same yeah. one, yeah. Uh, but I've I've done that myself too. I'm guilty of that too. I'll go see a show or something, and like like you said, they'll they'll, they'll be delivering lines, and then like I'll instantly like say it in my head. Like, yes. oh, this is a better way to deliver that. Yes. Why did you miss the opportunity to do this? Why did yes. you, you know, why did you, and it's, it's frustrating. Like, I feel bad, but I'm like, oh my God, like there's, like you said, the, the, the writer is giving you so much more ammunition. You're not firing yeah. all your bullets. What, what's going on? Or are you like playing the back of the audience? I can't hear you. When, like, <laughs> like that too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, um, I compared, um, Similar to like, I, and again, I, I cannot play a musical instrument to save my life. It's not for lack of trying. I probably could try <laughs> harder, but I've tried. But nevertheless, I, I mean like, but I can imagine like a musician who is listening to a famous work or, you know, just like if you're a huge fan of Aerosmith and someone's playing Dream On and they just keep getting the notes wrong. It's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Tyler wrote it for you. Just just follow the notes on the page. But but anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, you, I mean, you you seem very confident with yourself. I mean, you seem like not. I don't mean like egotistically. I am so arrogant. Like, you seem like you're a person that like kind of knows what they want and goes after it. Am I right? Yeah, I, yes, 
And it, 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 it always comes in waves too. So there's moments where you're just like, the world is my oyster and I shall shark it. And then there's other <laughs> wow. times where you're just holding the oyster and it's like, this smells really bad and I don't know what to do with it. So um, <laughs> it, it kind of goes back and forth. It depends on the day. I think most actors, you know, kind of have that like manic depression media, you know, so there, there's yeah. moments where you're, you're, you're like, I'm, I am Daniel Day-Lewis. In fact, I think I'm going to add Day to my middle name, just so you know, to call, <laughs> keep it going. And then other times you're just like, yeah, it's like, I can't even read a, you know, a cereal box correctly yeah. without screwing up. You but, know. But I mean, it's like, it's like, I, cause I recently uh, watched my niece in their high school, high school musical. Mm. And I was like, yeah. it's a high school musical. I mean, it's not that great, but I was involved right, in right. theater in high school. And I was like, was I really this bad? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Does that, does that happen to you? Or you just sort of like, you're watching it and you're like, was, was I kind of that bad? Or am I bad? Do you ever have oh, doubts yeah. upon yourself? Absolutely. And he, here's another thing too, which is really interesting is um, anyone who's ever done theater, occasionally there will be recordings of the performance. And when you, uh -huh. when you see yourself, especially when someone records a, a theatrical performance, it is heartbreaking. It, theater is not supposed to be recorded versus obviously <laughs> like film, you know? And yeah. so you yes. see things and it's just anything you've done in theater that's been recorded looks like high school theater. Like, again, <laughs> you could be, you know, Meryl Streep and, and Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, doing the greatest thing in all senses. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I've seen yeah. Our Town so many times. Don't, um, <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, so, so yes, and there's certainly, in, in fact, I'm in a play right now that's been very, it's, it's, it's going well, but it's been very difficult. There's certain times, you know, similar to that music analogy that you'll, you'll open the script sure. and you're just like, I know who this guy is in love with. I know where he was born. You know, I know what he feels about the color puce just by reading the character. It's just like, <laughs> it's just ingrained in the text, right? And then there's yes. other times like the person could be, it, it just, it just doesn't jive with you. It's just, it's right. either for whatever reason. And what's crazy too, is it's, uh, I find that um, it doesn't necessarily mean that the character is similar to you. I've had characters. Sometimes I think that's the hardest thing right. to play. Um, and, um, but, but sometimes it just doesn't jive and you just don't feel that you're, you're getting across what the character is, or there's a, a, a I don't want to say a message, but if you're trying to show complexity in the character, you don't want it to be one dimensional, but also you don't want your character to upstage. It's just like, sure. it's very yeah. important to know that my character had a kitty. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the story, but I want them to know sure. that I love kitties. And it's, there's a lot of times when we do when we do the show that uh, Tony's upstaging me like all the time with his laugh. <laughs> all the time. That's, yeah, that's my one goal. And that's my character arc. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think like it, Tony thinks like he's just like this is my character arc. I like the color puce. <laughs> <laughs> like, like out of all the colors that you brought up, like you brought up puce, yeah. which is puce. so that was. Ugh. Like, so like, great. Yeah, it's a heinous color. Like, it just sounds like vomit. I think it's one of, like um, yeah, an onomatopoeia. Like I mean, it's it's it, it kind of describes the hideousness of the shade. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it describes its own self. It's just it does. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a very puke kind of feeling at the beginning of the word. And then this like that yeah, soft it's just, CE, yeah. it's just yeah. I know of, Tony doesn't like uh the word moist. Oh god. A lot of no, people. Oh, that's just such a gross fucking word. <laughs> it's just disgusting <laughs> and it makes me wanna it makes me wanna puce. Like it's it's so, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah, I don't moist. have like any kind of like uh, you know, harrowing tale to go along with it. Like there's no traumatic event that went with it. It's just right. ever since you know, it's just one of those things you hear and it just like rattles around in your ear and just makes you nause- nauseous. And you're just like, that's yep. s- yeah. like, why did we come up with a word that sounds so gross? Yeah. Why? <laughs> no, no, I got a question for you. You keep bringing up um, Daniel day Lewis. Like you, you brought it up twice. Is that someone that you look twice, up to? And yeah. like, and like, do you, do you like, cause it seems like he's a very uh, method actor, right? Like he gets into the mm-hmm. role. Yeah, I mean, is that the way that you try to tackle it, like uh, your roles, kind of like Daniel Day Lewis? I'm not calling you Daniel Day Lewis. Sure, sure. I wish you would. I wish you would. Please don't. You know, I I think I, I think he, I. Although I, one thing that I love about him is the differences differences between his characters. There's some actors that I really like, like um. Well, like Philip Seymour Hoffman, like oh, that's someone yeah. I really liked and he was very versatile, but it was always, you, you could always, it was always like, there, there were certain things that sounded like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like if you, you could, you could lose yourself into the character, certainly, sure. but yeah. if you really studied it, you can see traces of the person. And then with Daniel Day-Lewis, I've seen him very rarely in interviews or even when he's accepted an award. And there just there isn't a trace of that person in his right. his roles. Right. There's something almost like kind of nerdy about <laughs> him. Like when he smiles, he kind of like his nose kind of scrunches up and his nose flare his you know, his nostrils flare out and like he so just are, looks are you like, nerdy like him? You think you're nerdy like him? I, I, yes, probably that. That's my closest relation to <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis is my nerdy expressions. Unfortunately, <laughs> but um, I will say that there are times like, okay, um, Ewan McGregor, he did a movie like way when he started, he, he did a movie called Train Spotting, sure, which he yeah. was mm-hmm. brilliant in, and yes. it's all about um, these heroin, heroin. users, these yeah. like hooligans over. And one of the things he said is he, he thought about actually using heroin himself in order to get the character down and the, like kind of the feelings and make, make sure that his performance was true. He ended up not doing that. And because they also had people on like, um, advisors, I guess that like former drug users. And he felt like it would be a right. little bit disrespectful yeah. to them. You know, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. I know you've recovered, but it's not, you're not giving me what I need. But, um, but I think <laughs> that there's a, a certain, <laughs> a certain point where, you know, if the role, if you're playing a character that has lost a limb, don't cut off your arm. <laughs> so you know that like that's, that's being, and that's not acting. And yes. so yeah. I think that that's, the, that's the skill is like, I don't have to be a mass murderer 
to play Buffalo Bill. In right. <laughs> so I, I laughed there. I just was. Pic- like- I, I didn't mean to laugh. I just was picturing you with a hacksaw, no. like with your arm, like <laughs> I'm gonna get that part. Got to cut my arm off. Anything for the part. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's um, the Fugitive it's the so musical. Like- You're like, ah, I got to play that one-armed man. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. I'm writing. I'm writing Fugitive the musical. That's why. No, I'm not. I'm it not. is a good. Mu- it's 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 ripe with musical opportunities. <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Yeah, just like back and forth, and um, but uh, but yeah. So I think that like there are certain things that you 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 should have some kind of research, especially if it's a period piece. You know, whether it's the, the, the costumes or, you know, there's something to be said, like there's kind of a middle line between that. But if you have to destroy yourself or if you are like threatening your health or the safety of others around you. Sure. Like that's you're, you're not an actor at that point. You're crazy. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's dangerous. So that's what um, like the whole Christian Bale, I, I like had, losing weight, like gaining weight kind yes. of thing. Like you, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And a certain time, like, um, especially in this day and age when you can, there's so much you can do with uh, CGI, but like, I, I love machinist to an extent, but every time I've, I've, I've only seen it twice because it's so hard to watch. But every time I see it, all, all I'm thinking is like, wow, he lost so – like, it, it right. takes away from the story. Yeah. It, it does not help the story at that point um, because it's just like the whole yeah. time you're concerned about him and you're, I'm just thinking about what he did. Tony loses weight so, for so, our, our, our podcast and he, I'm like, Tony, you don't have to. <laughs> Wait, I knew you gain weight. It's the other way around, I, right? I was going to say, well, like for each episode, like it depends on what day of the week it is. And then like I'll either gain weight or I'll lose weight for the episode because it's very important to me of, of, you know, my weight fluctuation for the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's for the fans. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry we keep talking about acting, but it's it's fascinating to me. But like, you know, along with acting, you know, along with just like everything. You know, there comes failure, like, you know, you don't get oh, that God, role yeah. or, you know, could you tell us a little bit about like, you know, the time that, or you're on stage and, you know, you trip over something or whatever you fail at oh, a role sure, sure. or you fail at failure. an audition. I think right about that time right now, it's time for a commercial, don't you think? Yep, I would say so. Brought you in part by... Apron Blue. Do you have a depressed apron? You have an apron that always gets dirty. And because of that, they get depressed. I've often opened up quite often about my depression. But have you ever thought about the depression of an apron? How they could just get jumbled and bumbled up into a ball and then shoved in a drawer until next time you have to use it? No. You don't, do you? That's why the folks at Apron Blue give you all the information you need to help your apron be fresh and new as a baby's bottom. Use promo code LOVELY at the checkout. All right. (laughs) Here we go. Let's 
Find out what his answer is. You know, along with acting, you know, along with just like everything, you know, there comes failure. Like, you know, you don't get oh, that God, role yeah. or, you know, could you tell us a little bit about like, you know, the time that, or you're on stage and, you know, you trip over something or whatever you fail at. Oh, a role, sure, sure. Or you fail at failure. Something I've been cast in numerous times. Failure. <laughs> no, um, but, uh, but um, <laughs> I remember, the, here's the, 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 the terrible thing. So many terrible things about acting. So, um, but there is no silver medal. So um, mm-hmm. this is a, a long time ago. I was in New York and I was auditioning for um, Law and Order. And it wasn't for like a permanent role. I wasn't like, um, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I will be auditioning for the, uh, the role of Ice-T. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, for, um, you know, for, for a, a featured for, character. Right. And, and so I, I went in, I did the audition and the, the woman that I that had the casting, she was great. And she's like, you know what? You're, you're really good. I can tell you're green. She's like, but I, I really think this is exactly what we're looking for. So um, I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of pointers here, you know, and she, she, she gave some, you know, some nice things like you're going to be going into a big room. You're going to meet some of the producers and different things like that. Um, and just, you know, you can say hi. And then what we're going to do is we're going to immediately go into these three scenes in this order. You'll do a scene, take a pause, do a scene, take a pause, do a scene, take a pause. And what we'll be videotaping you and we'll, and and, and you'll be, but just do that and you'll be fine. So, you know, you go into one audition and one thing that's crazy is you will walk into a room with either 10 to 50 different clones of yourself right you like to think of yourself as unique and then you're like oh my gosh my dad has all these illegitimate children that he never told me about (laughs) the way you wear your clothes like i see someone do something it's like i do that i do that that's how i i I touch my chin like and then then you can like super self-conscious like i can't do that now because he stole something that i normally do yeah but then it the, the pool gets smaller and then it gets smaller and then it's like down to you and like two other people and each victory it's that that fine line of like okay this is great i'm gonna you know you want to celebrate it but you can't get too excited because you haven't landed it and so for the final audition for this you know just as she says i walk into the room and um dick wolf is in the room (laughs) and so you know she's like she's like you know, going through and she's introducing and I'm like, hello, hello. And I, I could have been totally reading too much into this because I've heard from other people that got cast, um, that when you, when they've worked with him, he is just, he's sweet. Yeah. He's down to earth, really nice guy. But anyway, trying to keep it casual and light, you know, I like, I said, well, Hey Dick, like not oh, Mr. Wolf or anything like that. Oh, God. And everyone just kind of sat up a little straighter. And then yeah. there's like two other producers that were just kind of like, they were like tapping their pins and they just kind of held it up to their lips Oh God! and they looked down. Uh. So again, whether or not it was anything, maybe they had like painful gas and it was really quiet. And they were like, I can't part that. <laughs> oh, no. You know? And so they're just like, hold it in Nancy, oh. hold it in Jim. But um, no. nevertheless, all of my confidence and all the cues oh, he gave me no. were out the window. Oh god! And so all of a sudden, I'm just kind of looking at the room, 
and I look at her and she and she just kind of gives me the nod and was like, which scene are we reading? Oh, God. <laughs> and she's just like, just the first one. No joke. At that point, I look down at my papers and I drop all three scenes. Oh, no. And I just watch the papers uh. just like like doves dying, just like uh. slowly hitting the ground, oh, no. <laughs> spreading all over the and so like gathering up these papers. Oh, and at this point, it's amazing that I just didn't like crap my pants really? and cry. I would have crapped so, like, I would've all crap my, my pants. readings. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. So my subtext. That was like the subtext of my character the whole when time. When you said like, when you said uh hi Dick, I mean I say that yeah. every day, and I love that I get to say that every day. Hey Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's other reasons. No, it so. felt good. It felt good to say, yeah. But no, anytime I watch it and it says, you know, created by Dick Wolf, I always say, Hi Dick, you know, in in memory of my my burning family. Was this which one was this? Was this Law and Order? Was this uh, Sexy Victims Unit? Which this one was, was it? the yeah, right, exactly. Like Law and Order, Missing Wallet Unit, and all oh, the Missing um, Wallet. You should write that. The Missing Wallet. Yeah, right. Dun, 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 do, you, dun, dun, do you also like dun. write like write you know stuff like sketches and plays and stuff like that or anything? Yeah, I've, I've done I've done some stand up and you know just written my own material with that. I have to say of anything that I've done, stand-up, when it works, it is the greatest thing right. in the world. Uh-huh. And I unfortunately had the experience my very first time doing it. It was spectacular. Like, it just like one of those things where you're like, you're pausing for laughter. And at the, I mean, I almost was just like, I'm quitting everything and I'm going on the road. <laughs> um, and then the second week, it was like the Hindenburg covered in gasoline. It was just, they, and I, I had done so well that the, the venue said, listen, we, next week we want you to come back. We're going to give you three slots. So we'll give you kind of like um, late, middle, or excuse me, or, you know, beginning, middle, and end. And like, I came out and I just tried something a little bit different. And it was different material also, but just kind of tried the approach a little bit differently. And I could just... The laughter is just kind of like, we're kind of weak yeah. and they got weaker yeah. and weaker. Wow. And then I'm like, fuck, yeah, I got to go back on. Yeah. And so I go back on and now I'm terrified. And now the audience can smell uh, it. Can smell it. Yeah. They're just audience like, this knows. guy is just like, and they're uncomfortable. They, they feel bad for me. I feel bad for me. And then like, I was actually like at the bar, like after the second piece. And a guy actually came up to me and he's just like, pats me on the shoulder and just goes, <laughs> you know, like half supportive and half like you know kneecapping me at that uh. point, and then like you know just having to go back up there and um. But it's I I, I found with that I'm either hot or cold, and again yeah. it just it goes so much back to if you're comfortable, the audience right like is comfortable with with, yeah. with Tony you know, and I. Don't think you're- yeah, with Tony and I, like with our podcast, it's, it's kind of like we we don't want to do anything half assed because it's not you know, believable to us. So if it's not believable to yeah, us, it's not exactly, right, Tony. Yeah. If, if we don't believe it, it's not, if our heart and souls into it, the, the audience isn't going to be either, obviously. So. Yeah. Right. So when we're ripping right. up pieces of paper for 15 we're minutes, we're really legitimately, we're really, really <laughs> ripping up paper. I mean, we're putting our heart and souls into those rips, man. Yeah. You are the Daniel Day Lewis's of podcasting <laughs> at that point. Like you are. <laughs> 
I don't want to brag, but no, uh, no, no, we're not. No, we're close. <laughs> not at all. Um, <laughs> no, no, we're close. Not high yeah, yeah, if go, if go I may, me. I gotta have a little question. Um, since we, I mean, we've been talking so much yeah. about uh, your acting part and everything, um, but you're also a, a, a physical trainer. You said right. Um, right um yes. yeah so do you do you incorporate yes. that do you intermix the two are you do you have a job where you do kind of both at the same time because like there's there's been a lot of change yeah. in you know theater which is also kind of a second part of my question and like if you do intermingle the two like like what are your thoughts on like how how theater has progressed because like you said like you know to take it back with like the machinist and everything how he lost all the weight and was such an unhealthy way to do it right you know right. as a personal trainer physical trainer um you know that's got to like really just irk you as well like you know what and there's been leaps and bounds in these areas oh, in theater now so like what's your views what's your thoughts and takes on that on and so just just to be clear like on um like are you talking about like the people whether it's like for superhero movies like yeah yeah or... like how how it's progressed to it's like a lot safer now and how they maybe do it a bit a bit better different way now oh, instead sure. of just yeah yeah you know and I, again as, as someone that like like I, I i generally will appreciate a theater experience not all the time i mean i i i i love film i do film but um you know i i i think that so much of what you said, like there's there's less need for the extreme like health concerns, whether it's stunts, whether it's you know um, you know appearances. But what's weird is um, it feels like the need to become more unrealistic in their daily lives. Like you know, like the um, if you if you look at any of the people in the Avengers, like twenty years ago. You know, there's no way that like almost anyone would have any of their physiques. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's like this. Each time someone gets cast in something like that, they have to. I I, I worry. Like, are you? You, know, <laughs> you have to use steroids. You have to use, you know, different things to get that. And I, I think that's that's true for. All, I mean, that's the truth for for women. Mm-hmm. Forever, <laughs> like they've right. had to do like crazy things. You know, you hear about back in the 30s, like the the women like taking. You know, basically like speed yeah. or you know yeah sure <clears throat> cooking like trying to lose weight and stay stay lean and all, all the different beauty preparations and it's funny sometimes you you'll go back i think there's a hitchcock movie i think it's to catch a thief with Cary grants and there's a scene where he's on the beach and i can't remember what sets this 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 guy off but there's supposed to be like this muscle guy that like drops from a chin-up bar Wait, uh, and what, like chases what, what Cary I think it's to catch, catch a catch, thief. Okay, I'm just writing that down. Okay, so okay, wait. <laughs> yeah. But, but, <laughs> but like this this the, the quote unquote like the, the the muscle, like the big threatening guy. He I mean he just looks like I mean he, 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 there's this moment where he kind of drops from the chin up bar and there's a little bit of like this ominous music. Sure. And like today, if that was like the, the the quote unquote like the physical threat for our hero it would be comical yeah, right. I mean you 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 giggle because you know what they're trying to do but at that time you know he, he that would be quite impressive uh-huh. like that that physique sure. or or at least in Hollywood and stuff like that but um, I I find it weird that 
it's not as necessary now for acting, yet the pressure to have this almost like yeah. bodybuilder physique is greater for, yeah. for, for everyone. So, Caller, we got about a little over a minute. Is, is there anything else you want yeah, to talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything? Is there I'm anything sorry. else you want to talk Any about? Any last words for yourself anything? to wrap it up? Um, yeah, we got about a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> about a minute. Um, no, I just you know if if you ever have the inkling to do to do acting, I think you should. I think people make it too mystifying. It's just all you have to do is find out what the character wants and go for it. And always remember the hottest, most amazing, interesting person in the world is the person you're acting with. If you take right. care of the people you're acting with, they will take care of you. And it works so nice. much better. I love your philosophy, Colin. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that you, your positive I'm attitude. Terrific. Thank you so much. The fact that you want to write <laughs> the fugitive musical with me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, that's just it's wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah, this that's is it. it. So we got about fifteen seconds left. Go. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> how, how is that for beautiful? Something profound. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, great ending. Well, <laughs> thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. We're gonna let you go. That you was bet. an amazing uh, conversation. So we appreciate it. Thank you, you too. guys. Thank you, you so yourself. much. Yeah. Well, Tony, that was uh, that was amazing. I liked that. That was conversation. a good conversation. That was a good. That was a good conversation. It was nice. It was chill. It was yeah. lax. Unlike some of our other, where it gets intense. <laughs> our other, you know, ambiguous phone calls. I know intense. some some get pretty crazy. Some get out of control. It's about time. It's about time we got like a. Yeah, that was a nice, nice, we're, comfortable, we easy going dude. Dramatic. I like that. It was very nice. Yeah. Well. Well. Uh, well, uh, I think we're just going to leave it on that note, right. shall we? So we'll see you next time on Lovely Ambiguous. I never thought the day would come We'd have to face what we had done Like really relaxed, yeah. Tony. I feel like we had a conversation, and it was it was really good. I just feel relaxed. I don't I know about do. you. I felt I feel good. I feel at peace. Almost uh, like it's that was nice. It was a nice one. It was. It was. It was finally a nice one instead of like something bad happening. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It felt good. We always have bad <laughs> things. All these shitty us, things so. happening. All these episodes. What's going? What is going on with that? that? Like it's nice. A nice fresh change to have something good yeah. happen. I feel like someone's trying to sabotage us, but this one they couldn't they didn't get, get to, to it. us on this one. They, yeah. Warning. Warning. Emergency message override. Priority one distress call from Doctor Guess Who. Doctor Guess Who? It's me. Ooh.
Oh dear. Oh, oh no, it's not my time. Oh no. Oh. Doctor, guess who? I'm just letting you know that you guys are doing so well. You have almost completed the alphabet. But be careful, D-bags. There are evil leapers trying to stop you from completing your mission. They're called Zoot Toots because they believe in finishing what Lord Zoot started. Be careful, guys. I am there for you. Signal lost. End of transmission. Oh boy. Well, I think we're going to leave it at this. Be kind. Rewind.